Hello and welcome to the Primordial Evil Legends of Philadelphia. We're your hosts. I'm Tony Necromancer Trove. <laughs> my wife listens to this, you know. And this is my schoolyard chum, Johnny Druid Zito. Joining us on engineering duties is Brian the Bard Beerman. The Bard. The Bard. You might be wondering why do these guys like the devil so much? Well, in addition to being Philadelphia natives, Zito and I have a Philadelphia have a lifestyle from South Bellini that focuses on Philly culture and in jokes and comfort and podcasts and black magic. Lots of times, customers will ask, Do, "Does urgent care cover demonic possession?" No. They want to... Trust me. <laughs> Still paying for it. Depends on which. Depends on which urgent care you go. Yeah, depends on how good your insurance is. The one near the Melrose covers it. <laughs> they want to know what humidity. We want to know what the humidity like is like in hell. So I decided to start this podcast for as an easy explainer for the new Philadelphians and a refresher for the old heads. The city fascinates and excites us, so we're hoping to share that with you. I got to turn my life around because I can't go to hell. I hate the humidity. You know it's humid as shit in hell. Oh, yeah. That's what it, makes it you, awful. I love the humidity. Oh. That's so, you know, it's, 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 oh. pers- it's personal hells. <laughs> it's personal I gotta hells. I got to do some good deeds. Um, we're getting spooky. We're talking about spooky stuff. It's I'm always spooky. spooky. I'm always. <laughs> I said, give me something spooky, guys. <laughs> you did. You did. And well, the weather changed, and everyone's, you know. Yeah, now we're feeling it. Uh, now everyone's goth. It's fall. Everyone's goth. Halloween season. Put on your eyeliner. Yeah, sweater. sweater weather. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're talking about. Halloween and horror stuff and uh, th- this month and we're going to kick it off with uh, this episode on the evil eye. Every culture has superstitions they believe in and the Italians have many. In their culture, the most common superstition is the Maloiks or the evil eye. Italians believe that if someone stares at you with jealousy or envy or evil intent, you will be cursed to have bad luck or misfortune. So join us for our first Halloween episode of the season as we fight the devil with ancient Sicilian magic. Nice. Has has anyone? Can I meet the devil? Is the devil here? <laughs> the devil's always right here in our hearts. Oh, it's 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 yeah, it's on this recording. I looked back on the beach and I said, "There's only one set of footprints," and the devil said, "That's because I was on your back the whole time." <laughs> <laughs> Work smart, not hard. The devil. <laughs> the devil. <laughs> the devil. Mm-hmm. We love the devil. Has anyone ever put the Maloiks on you guys? Have Have you ever been cursed by by anyone? I might. It would explain a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have one of those chains around my neck with the little hand, and 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 the little the little pepper. You have some talismans. Card. You have some charms. Yes, oh. I have some charms. Stay out of Stay out of my life. Devil. <laughs> Demons. So I'm fine. I'm good. Beerman, on the other hand. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my Nona told me that you have to be careful with jealous emotions because you can accidentally curse someone with the evil eye, even if you didn't mean to. Uh, so I'm not sure how true that is, but she's an accredited witch, so that's an expert opinion. <laughs> There are writings in ancient books about the power of the evil eye dating back to the classical era of ancient Rome. 
People in this region engraved their earliest beliefs about the misfortune of the evil eye curse. Many poets and authors like Plato, Plutarch, and Pliny the Elder wrote about the evil eye. Pliny described Pliny the Elder. Pliny the Elder, N- not 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 Pliny the Greater, <laughs> just Pliny, pr- Pliny the Elder. Uh, Pliny <laughs> described Pliny described some men with fascinating powers who can quote use their eyes to kill those whom they fix their gaze upon end quote. Is that just spite? Is he just talking about spite? I don't know. I often think this when like people are talk about things like magic words or evil eyes. Like, are we talking about like staring daggers? Are these metaphors? Are these the earliest metaphors that become superstitions that become, you know, f- religions? I don't. I don't know. I can see how it's like what you put out there. It comes back to you. So you know, if you're, you're like you're being, like, yeah, yeah. So. It's almost like a, like a guilty version of it. According to writings about the evil eyes enchantments in religious books, this spell can control the weather, spoil crops, and command animals. Whoa. So a lot of range. This, this explains a lot. This is like rivaling the force. Yeah, maybe that's why ham is bad. <laughs> explains why ham ate my, uh, my Adidas's. Someone told him to do it. Someone that's told him to do it. Italian man. Some Italian witch told him to do it. <laughs> that's that's always his excuse. You're like, "Ham, hey, who chewed up my hat?" He's he's like, "Must have been an Italian witch that came through here." Must have been an Italian witch. Wasn't I'm me. just a dog. I'm sorry. I don't remember it. Oh. I don't remember her doing it. Ham <laughs> <laughs> is taking advantage of your Italian heritage, and he's he's pulling he's pulling would, one if, over. If on there you. anyone who would, it would be Ham the dog. So the evil eye here, it has a lot of power. You can do a lot of things with it. It's like, it's like Jedi mind tricks or the Force or whatever. It has, like, whatever the writer needs it to do, it can do. Just explaining, like, for people who don't know, I mean, I hope it doesn't seem... I'm just kind of realizing maybe it seems random that we're, like, talking about this on a Philadelphia history podcast, but, like, this is, like, such a huge part of, like, my childhood and growing up, and, like, this is, like, the, the addendum to Catholic school that was like taught at home around the house, uh, the, the things that Nona believed in, the things that my neighbors believed in, and uh, that's how, how this stuff gets passed uh, around and picked up. And I guess... Uh, I, I guess... Uh, it's some old, old, wor- old world shit. Yeah, and it's like... It. And it just like it. kind of lives in South Philly now, passed down and bastardized. And so this is just kind of like our explainer of it if you ever encounter it. But um, uh, you may have encountered it and not even known it. I think a lot of people know the horn, like the red horn. It looks like a pepper, but yeah. it's a horn. Like, and I think that's like a very common. Like some people's dashboards or whatever, you know. Yeah, um, so people might recognize. But that's what that th- that's what this is. Yeah, it's on the John's Water Ice logo, right? It's on the. It is. The apostrophe <laughs> is the. Uh, that's why yeah. it doesn't melt. That's why it doesn't melt. They don't even refrigerate it. But they're to so protect it. It's just a deal that John made, John's ancestors made with the devil many generations ago, so that their their water ice would always stay cold. <laughs> Even in hell, their snowballs don't freeze. John's water ice. That's John's our slogan. Water. That's our slogan. See you in hell. See you in hell. Yeah, what a good slogan. <laughs> <laughs> the power of the Maloiks doesn't belong to a chosen people. It is a mystic force anyone can wield if they harbor envy in their hearts. 
That's why Italians oh, complain so, I so got, much. So I can do it. I can do this. Yeah, anyone can do it. It's it's like falling to the dark side. You just have to give in to your hate and anger. Oh, all right. Uh, this is why Italians complain so much. Uh, even if this is why, <laughs> even if your life is perfect, you don't want to attract any jealousy. So if somebody asks you how you're doing, you're like, oh, I'm you know you know my my back, my legs, my crops, my whatever. You don't want to appear like everything is going good because you don't want anyone to be jealous and then accidentally or intentionally hit you with some malicks. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's part of our culture. Are you talking about me? <laughs> I need my fish oils. <laughs> I need my. <laughs> I need my Prilosec. <laughs> oh my taxes! <laughs> Ow my taxes! Ow my taxes! But that's just you. That's just you being uh, uh, middle aged. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's just you protecting yourself magically. Who's scratched by Steely Dan record? <laughs> you all owe me. <laughs> How dare you? But this is this is this is to ward off, uh, you know, with jealousy. This way, no one's ever jealous of you. They're like, oh man, Tro's got that Steely Dan record, but it's scratched. So I don't really want it or envy him for having it. I got my own copy of the Royal Scam. (laughs) (laughs) Their most underrated record, I think we can all agree. Yep, we all agree. So an expert wielder of the evil eye is known as a expert. An expert. Like you know how like I'm really good at being jealous. No, this is like, so like anyone can do the evil eye. Wait, right? wait, wait. Is this like what, like, so my mom watches like real housewives and all that stuff. Is that what they're doing? Like real Italian housewives? They're, they're just like. I don't watch those shows. I can't speak to. I, don't spe- I can't I don't speak watch to that. that. I, under- I can't relate. You have, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone can accidentally curse anyone using. The evil eye because they're they have envy and and jealousy in their heart. But there are others who have come to master this uh, this technique of using envy to uh, curse people with the evil eye, and they are known as the yetatori uh, or the jetatori. Uh, they develop uh, striking facial features because uh, of their use of the evil eye, causing high arching eyebrows and piercing eyes. Uh, so the, their use of this black magic kind of like mutates them. And they often have a reputation. So they're X-Men. No, they're more like, again, I just keep coming back to the Jedi thing. They're like the Emperor, you know? Their faces get all fucked up because they're using too much electricity, I guess. So they're senators first, though. Well, you got to climb your way up the ranks if you really want to use the evil eye. But it's easy with this, though. With the the evil eye, you too could become the President of the United States. So these, uh, these guys have a reputation for clandestine involvement with the dark powers and knowledge of forbidden practices. They're like the, the warlocks of the evil eye. This is like an expert in, in evil eye uh, is uh, an expert in cursing people from afar with just a glance. What about Ewoks? I don't know how they factor in. I don't know how they factor into the evil eye. I don't know how they factor in. 
Successful men having uh, tremendous personal magnetism quickly gained notoriety as Yetatori. Pope Pius IX was dreaded for his evil eye and the disasters that his magic caused. So I guess he was considered to be a very powerful Yetatori, and uh, you didn't want to visit him at the Vatican. It, it, you didn't want his blessing. Well, you did want it. I guess it depends on how evil you are. Public figures of every type, from poets to gangsters, have had their specialized abilities attributed to the power of their eyes. Were they charismatic monsters or masters of the Maloiks? This says Malokio. Like, well, that's is that, that how it's pronounced. Well, it's like Gabagol. There's different pronunciations. It's the it's how Italians spell things versus how they pronounce things, and so like this is like how Gabagol Gabagool is spelled Capicola. So American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Maloik is the, I guess, Americanized version or the Americanized pronunciation, and Malocchio is the uh, is the Italian Italian pronunciation. But it probably sounds sexier coming from an actual Italian uh, with, a, with a real Italian accent. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, that's what the evil eye is, but how do you combat the effects of this dark magic? The, uh, the only protection from the evil eye are tiny magical talismans. We talked about these a little bit already. The cornetto, which is the little horn, uh, it is a long, gently twisting horn-shaped amulet. Uh, cornettos are usually carved out of red coral or made from gold, worn on a necklace or a bracelet. Uh, the type of horns they are intended to copy is not a curled-up sheep horn or a goat horn, but rather the twisted horn of a chili pepper. So it's not an evil goat horn. It's not the devil's horn. It's a wonderful long... It's a magical long hot. Yeah. Um, oh, now I get it. <laughs> you see how it works. All the power comes from the capsaicin inside. A common belief is that if the amulet were to fall off your necklace or your bracelet, uh, or I don't know, if you have a pin to your shirt or whatever, it is because the talisman is full of bad energy and should replace, be replaced with a new one. So um, it's all full. If it falls off, it means it's all full of negative energy. You got to get rid of it. I don't know if this is true either. True. I, I, what is true when talking about the Maloiks? I don't know. I don't want to anger the, the, the evil eye. But uh, Nona says that you can't buy one of these cornettos for yourself. Uh, it only works as if it's a gift from someone else. So a lot of times... It, I, has, a peer, it has a peer on your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <The laughs> like a tooth fairy. An e a fucked up tooth fairy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a tooth fairy that likes spicy foods. They, uh, they, these are like often gifts, uh, like a grandmom will give it to the baby when the baby's born or at the baptism, or around that time, and it's like, then the, it's not like the baby's going to wear a gold chain all the time, but it belongs to the baby. So even if it's in a drawer somewhere, this charm, this amulet, is working for the baby's behalf. And then at a certain point, you know, if the kid wears jewelry, you put it on the kid. But it doesn't necessarily need to be there for it to work. Not till you're 12. You get a grace period, <laughs> then you have to declare whether or not you're into this shit. Some historians suggest that the phallic appearance of the cornetto is meant to distract witches from the mental effort needed to successfully cast a curse. So I guess by looking at the phallic pepper, 
the curse the the witch is o- overwhelmed by her sexual urges and can no longer complete her curse of you. Peppers will do that to you. Peppers will, do that. <laughs> Peppers will get you hot. Yeah. You don't want to handle a pepper and then handle your your bits and pieces though. That's a recipe for disaster. You're going to need to see a witch. Among the ancient Romans and their cultural descendants in the Mediterranean nations, those who were not fortified with these phallic charms had to make use of lewd gestures to avoid the eyes. Uh, So uh, uncouth gestures, including aggressively grabbing at one's own testicles in the direction of a person Mm -hmm. staring to make them break the stare would help disrupt any potential transfer of the curse. That's how you do it. That's why we do that. That's why we do that. That's why we're always grabbing our balls. We should make a t-shirt of that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Another important gesture is the mano cornuto, also known uh, to heavy metal fans as the sign of the devil. So you you make a fist. That's how I know this. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, you make a fist, and then you extend your index finger and your pinky finger and uh, that is the that's the that's the heavy metal sign of the devil. What about the thumb though? Because sometimes it's interchangeable. But it's that thin metal, but maybe not in in black magic. In, right? bl- in black magic, the thumb appears to be tucked in. Yeah, it's just it's not it's not no thumb in that. No, no, you don't use your thumb. Uh, I don't know what the thumb would be. The devil's nose. I, it doesn't make any sense in the in the pantomime. I. Uh, mm. I'm personally yeah, against it, it for aesthetic make, reasons. It doesn't make sense. doesn't make sense. Unless maybe it's supposed to be the devil's wiener. I knew you were going to say the devil's wiener. Yeah. Why so wouldn't I say, I say the devil's wiener? I knew you were going to say That's our podcast. If you got there before me, why didn't you say the devil's wiener? I didn't want to say it. Of course I thought it. You don't think I think I thought of it being a dick? Come on. It's right there. Well, then why'd you guys leave me hanging out there like... Like all naive, just just You're chilling welcome. on my you own. Should be, you should be like, thank you. No, I feel like I feel like a fool. So this is how I know it because I'm a big fan of Ronnie James Dio from Rainbow and Black Sabbath, and then Dio the band. And he did. I I don't know if he was the first one to do that as metal horns, but he's like a little Italian man, and he said that he got it from his grandmom, and it was the evil eye. I, he didn't say Maloix in the interview. This was an interview in like. I say he like Americanized it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It. yeah. And then, you, but then you want like, people in the flyover states to be able to enjoy the evil the eye. Fly- <laughs> the flyover states. Maybe we're the flyover states to them, though. I don't know. I guess why. they're. Where they would fly. Would be where like, they fly over the Atlantic Ocean? Yeah. They're going to France? Yeah, no, nah, I don't know about that. What I'm saying is, we have a big Missouri audience, and we can't. I <laughs> keep alienating the square states. Like rectangles forever. So, uh, yeah, this is the sign of the devil. Uh, you make a fist and then extend your index finger, index finger and your pinky finger. In many Mediterranean countries, when directed towards someone, pointed upward and or swiveled back and forth, the sign offensively impo- implies cuckoldry to the targeted individual. Um, and what's that mean? Where'd you get this? This is for real. This is That's the horns of the cuckold. <laughs> I got it from Wikipedia. Explain that. Source this. Wikipedia. I'm sourcing it from Wikipedia. It's on Wikipedia. These are The original implication is the horns of the cuckold, 
I don't know why a cuckold has horns, but a cuckold what's is... What's that? Explain that. What is that? That is when uh, a, a, a guy is is married to a, a... Did you get this from theprouditalian.com? That's one of those... Sources. No, I got this from Wikipedia. That's the other <laughs> source. <laughs> theprouditalian.com mentions nothing of cuckoldry. They were... They, no, they barely bring it up. I don't even. They, it's like they don't even. It's like they don't even want to acknowledge it. I don't. They, know. <laughs> are they trying to get people to come on this website? <laughs> no one's looking up the Maloik. <sighs> they got to know the right search terms to use to get people back to their page, and they're just they're missing the mark. <laughs> SEO. I've heard people say that. Yeah, so this is the the horns of the cuckold, and a cuckold is uh, when your wife is cheating on you and you are raising her bastard child from the other man. Uh, that is what that that that, and then to insult somebody like that to be like, oh, you're the that's what you're doing. Your kid isn't your kid is like very insulting. And uh, again, the point of these insulting visuals, these insulting gestures, is to get someone to stop looking at you to make them look away. Uh, so that they do not complete the evil eye curse. They can't look at you because you're so offensive. You're so you're so disgusting. How dare you? It doesn't count. It doesn't count. In February 2002, at a European Union meeting, Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi was photographed performing this gesture behind the back of Spain's foreign minister. So it's still it's still very popular to this day. What did did any pianos fall on them or anything after that? <laughs> and my personal favorite is the fig sign. This is a fist with the thumb pressed between the index finger and the middle fingers. This represents a phallus within the vagina. It was a common and very rude gesture in early civilizations. Similar to the finger now, but predates all of those. It may be the earliest of what is it? It is. Do it. It's holding your. It's holding oh, that's, your. I got your nose. It's I got your nose. It's the same motion as I got your nose. It is. It is con- thought to be perhaps the oldest rude hand gesture in mankind. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest hand. Gesture. It's called the fig sign. Don't if you see hmm. Anona. Don't take her nose because she will be a. Don't friend. play got your nosy. She will. Mm. <laughs> she, she might take it your nose. It means something different to her. Yeah. Uh, so this is the fig sign. Like I said, I really like this one. Um, the little the little thumb is the is the phallus, and uh, in ancient Rome, the fig sign was made by the paterfamilia to ward off evil spirits of the dead as part of the Luminera festival or ritual. And uh, I looked that up. It's kind of like, I guess, their version of Halloween uh, or the Day of the Dead when you kind of like, you're like, ooh, there's spooky spirits in the air. Our, our dead ancestors are visiting us and let's you know honor that tradition in one way or another. And what the Italians do is they're like, get the fuck out of here with their, mm. with their fig phallus. <laughs> their, their hand gestures. Let's see Doctor Strange use some of these magic hand gestures in his movies. He's always waving his arms around, and not once have That's I ever gross, seen him yeah. grab his testicles. Not once. <laughs> the director's cut, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you just bought a new car or a new house, and you want to keep the yetatori from putting a curse on your stuff. Makes sense to me, right? 
Sure, of course. Well, this is did you do this when you bought your scooter? <laughs> I, w- I went to my Nona. I have I I went to I went to the source, man. Why would I? And no one fucked with that Vespa. No one fucks with it, man. I did, all my cars. This the day the shop opened, my dad came by and did it for the shop, and then and he did it. And then Tro's yeah. mom came by and she did it, she did another <laughs> version of it. Yeah, she did it. She did. She did the Calabrese version of it. Well, totally well, different. That, oh, okay. yeah. It doesn't cancel the other one out. No, they're just no. Different. They oh, reinforce. Okay. It's double protection. Yeah. It's like wearing it's two like... condoms. <laughs> yep. That's exactly it. <laughs> you can't feel anything. That's the benefit. So you're trying to protect yourself. Uh, the Sicilians use a protection spell that blocks evil with a barrier of salt, consecrated with a garlic clove. Um, it is believed that the innumerable salt grains confuse evil spirits, and they uh, they become perplexed and they can't move past these barriers. Like ants. Yeah, just like ants. Like they can't walk past chalk. Now, uh, what if you encounter a powerful Yetatore? And you tried to hit him with the fig sign, but he was too good. You get got, and now he had sunglasses it's, on. It didn't yeah, count. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were reflective visors, and uh, you're you're screwed. Uh, you get got. Is that why you wear the sunglasses? That's why I always wear. Well, I wear sunglasses because my evil eye is so powerful. I don't want to accidentally curse oh, somebody. Like yeah. um, like uh, Cyclops. Like. <laughs> I, I have to be careful what I look at. I have to be careful what I glance yeah. at. I could bring a plague of frogs just like that, man. <laughs> oh, you did those frogs downtown? That was frogs, that, that was me, yeah. Locusts. Lantern flies, all me, buddy. Lantern flies. Oh, lantern flies were you? Yeah. Well, yeah. I wouldn't I, announce that. You want me to cut fa- that? Fa- famine. <laughs> famine was you? Famine. Famine. I did that, man. Come I did on, that. Why? I looked. I just stared too long in the in the cereal aisle at Whole Foods, and I was just like, "Uh oh, <laughs> all the green in all the, in all the world." That's the that's the power of the evil eye. Okay, so you're you're doing battle with a Yetatori, and uh, he got you, and now you got bad luck every day. It's just a perpetual black cloud over your life. How do you beat this curse? How do you how do you alleviate yourself of of well Italian Americans utilize secret cures said to have been discovered by Saint Lucy. I guess Saint Lucy. She's got the eyes, right? Yeah, she's. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. What a weird claim to fame. Um, <laughs> Wait, that was her thing. She's patron saint of eyes. She's no. She like like I always like remember she had like a plate of like eye eyeballs. Oh, she was like she was like. And like she's like that's why I like it's like heavy metal I guess that's like pretty oh that is pretty, pretty metal, metal you know that's pretty, pretty metal. metal that's true I saw Guar do that right right <laughs> everyone everyone in the first five rows at a St. Lucie concert they get wet they get, yeah, they, they get you're getting you're getting you're getting you're getting <laughs> soaked you're getting goo soaked. all over you. <laughs> it is generally accepted that a healer someone who can cure you of the Maloiks, must be a woman, and she can only learn the procedures for curing the Maloiks on Christmas Eve from a family elder. Very specific. Traditionally, 
She can never accept money for performing these procedures. So if somebody tries to charge you for getting rid of the Maloiks, it's not going to work. Who made these rules? I don't. The first men. I don't know. The 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 the, the originals. The oh, the waybacks. The first the, witches. The what are they called in uh, the Watchers or whatever in uh, comics? Right, the people with big brains on a different planet. Yes, those people who watch everything. I don't know if they make all the rules, but uh, they can watch but not make rules. They just might be observing the rules. They're they're voyeurs. Wait, are <laughs> they cuckolds too? They are the ultimate cuckolds. <laughs> the oldest cuckolds. They're just voyeurs. They're just they're just into watching. They don't need to be. Their wife doesn't need to be involved. In fact, their wife would prefer not to be. See, this is why you come to 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 this podcast for this. We're gonna get a whole new audience. Who else is this gonna week? talk about these obscure comic characters watching people have sex? Nobody. That's what people want from their Philadelphia podcast. There's actually a lot of podcasts that cover that. So yeah, if you're probably. looking for things like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plenty of plenty of podcasts. Trove has a list, whole emails. Yeah. I wish I'll we send could. you my preferred listening list. Yeah, my Excel uh, sheet. Excel. <laughs> I wish we could make a dent in that world, but uh, there's just too many of them. Like a drop in the ocean, you know? Yeah. If you are experiencing severe headaches, nausea, or an unexplained loss of strength, don't try to remove the curse yourself. You must be diagnosed first, or you could do more harm than good. Or you're pregnant. You might be, pre- you might be hungover. You might, need, you might have something serious and you should see a doctor, but uh, it couldn't hurt to see a Nona first. But a doctor, like a regular doctor, can't. If it's if it is the Maloiks, what's he what's he gonna do? I, he well, he doesn't. If he didn't learn on Christmas Eve how to get rid of the Maloiks from an elder, a family, if she didn't learn, that doctor and that doctor was a woman. It, it can't be a man doctor. That's that's the rules. Those are the rules. It has to be. A, it has, It would have to be a woman doctor to cure you anyway. Well, but like, what's she gonna do though? If it's the Maloiks, if she's been trained. By a family elder on Christmas Eve, then she'll be able to. Do I uh, have to? Does it have to? Do I have to wait till Christmas Eve, or is it just that she has to be trained on Christmas? She has to be trained on Christmas Eve. Okay, but that, it counts anytime. Yeah, but like if you don't yeah. learn it on Christmas Eve, it's like the magic, really the uh, the chef's count. kiss, the thing that makes it nope. like magic, isn't part it of. Doesn't the, count. Doesn't count. It's the twenty fifth in Australia doesn't count. Well, when you put it like that, there's a very thin window for when it's Christmas Eve everywhere all at once. So, good point. Healers will perform rituals to determine if you have been a victim of the evil eye spell. The most common method usually involves a bowl of water and oil drops. I don't know if you guys, if you've ever, if you've ever done this or if you, no. your mom's ever done this. No. If the oil and the water mix, you have been cursed. If the oil stays on top of the water, you are clean. After confirming that the Maloix is present, the healer will dispose of the water where no one is likely to walk over it because this contaminated water could then pass on the curse as well. It's like toxic waste. You just can't... You, you, just dump it in the forest. Don't put it in the playground. You just get it out of the way. Put it in a... Bury it in a mountain somewhere. It's like, like putting paint down the sewer. Yeah. <laughs> or grease. Or grease. All and then and you pour bad spells, grease, and 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 yeah, all this stuff down the sewer. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. 
if you got the Maloiks and you have old pipes, good luck. <laughs> if the oil forms a tiny eye, you must then cut the eye with scissors, and the water must be poured over the victim's head while certain charms are recited. That means you got a really bad case of the Maloiks if the oil forms the shape of an eye. That would be terrifying. Does it always do that, though? No, so if you're clean, if you're, if you're clear, you're just going to get a bunch of oil drops floating at the top of the water. Oh. And they're going to be like, you're clean, go home. But if, but if it's not, if the oil mixes in, if the oil dissolves, that you're holding the bowl and the oil dissolves, then they're like, oh, shit, you got the Maloiks. But if you drop the oil in and you're holding the bowl and, and you get these eyes, these, these circles within circles forming, well, then that means you got it bad. You got it real bad. So for light cases, were you going to say something, Trev? No, I was just thinking about what other shapes it could it could turn into that would be less less scary. <laughs> a panda. A panda. Hello Kitty. Hearts. Uh, actually, Hello Kitty's bad. That's a bad. Hello Kitty's actually a bad sign. You are some shit. You're not Hawaii. <laughs> you never will be. For light cases of the Maloiks, a healer would anoint the victim's forehead, burn some olive leaves, and say their magic words, and then you would be cured, presumably. But uh, more serious cases require that the victim bathe in olive oil in addition to the burning of the leaves and saying of the magic words. But for the most extreme cases, uh, Nona's call for an application of mustard plaster to the victim's chest. Mustard, mustard plaster? plaster? It's kind of like it's kind of like a mustard version of Vicks vapor rub, and uh, you you like mix up this spicy stuff, and it like it's spicy. Sign me. Let's get some. Yeah, you're doing you're dipping like pita chips. Spicy in mustard your chest. plaster, huh? You got pretzels for this? <laughs> yeah, my wall's plaster. What if it was mustard plaster? <laughs> Try it. <laughs> the mustard plaster tastes like mustard. Mustard. Yeah, so they would. Uh, so you're taking a bath in some kind of food product if you uh, if you have a bad case of the Maloiks. You're getting you're getting. Mm. It's like, like a trip, getting skunked. Like getting like a trip and, to and, Double and, Dare. And you gotta you, you gotta you gotta bathe <laughs> in a can of tomato soup. Yes, yes. The way to get rid of uh, evil spirit stink is mustard plaster. Just really get it on there. Uh, if you literally have the devil on your back, the evil eye may be combated by hanging a packet of garlic around the victim's neck and dropping a pair of scissors near the victim's feet. Uh, then they boil the victim's pillow and fry a beef heart impaled on a fork. If that doesn't cure what ails you, I don't if know what will. If that doesn't do it, then uh, we don't know. Uh, then last, then, then, then last you better resort. move to a new state, bro. There's, uh, there's no hope for you. Fry a beef yeah. heart? Yes. Yes, I did. Obviously, it didn't work. You're like, no, you cheaped out. You got a pork heart, and now I'm going to die. <laughs> you need a big pot to boil a pillow. Oh, yeah, that's no joke. Jesus. I wonder how many people don't boil it. They just burn it. They're like, eh, good enough. <laughs> but uh, the, or the original recipe calls for a boil. Who the fuck thinks of this? Um, Nona's. This, uh... Nona's. 
Oral tradition passed down from ancient times. If they're not frying cutlets or, <laughs> or beef hearts, w- w- water in the sidewalk. <laughs> they're, they're fighting evil spirits. Yeah. They're fighting evil spirits. Yeah. Damn. Uh, this may not line up with uh, what you have heard of the Maloiks, or if you are of uh, Spanish, Portuguese. Uh, tradition uh, somewhere else in the Mediterranean. Uh, I think, uh, you know, the Greeks have their version of this as well. Um, I understand that a lot of this is regional, and this is more of the the stuff that has floated down to Philadelphia and kind of the stuff that we grew up with. So we're more or less speaking from personal experience. We tried to fact-check this stuff against what was on the Internet and call family members and and, and get what they could recall. And, but we, and is... we put spells on each other, and, it, and they mm. work, so... Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Are we putting a spell on ourselves by making a podcast about this? Yes. Probably. This was was a bad decision. This was a bad choice for a If there's no episode next week, we all know why. Yeah. The the evil spirits got us. Deleted the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Deleted deleted us. It gave it a clip show. Nobody wants that. (laughs) (laughs) The true evil. Okay, that's pretty much all there is to know about the Maloiks. Please check out our website, www.southfellini.com. That's S-O-U-T-H-F-E-L-L-I-N-I.com for cool Philly-inspired merch. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow along and join in the conversation. We want to hear from you. Look out for new episodes of the podcast every Monday. Stay safe, wash your hands, get boosted, and beware the evil eye.